Hello, everybody, and welcome to GameSpot After Dark, episode 179. We're getting ever closer to that big 200. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to hit that, like, Ooh. how many weeks are there in a year? What, 50? So 20? 50-something. So 21, ep- 21 weeks away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. Ooh. Uh, well, like math. Halfway through the year. Halfway yeah. through the year? Yeah. All right. Oh, we'll, cool. be talking about, we'll be talking about Redfall when... Yeah, I was when like, whether or not Redfall's good. Ooh, yeah, okay. that's, that's, that's my guess. Maybe, uh, talk about Final Fantasy 16 when that thing comes out. Oh, actually, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, actually, yeah. yeah that right in be. June. That's a, that's a pretty good one to yeah. hit up on. Uh, those voices you're hearing with me this week is Jacob Decker. Hello, hello. Jordan Ramey. Hello. And uh, back for his second week, <laughs> Michael Heim. Ah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know what time Heating it is? Up. Yeah, mm-hmm. two in a row, man. <laughs> Get uh, put me on next week. I get balls back. Yeah, yeah. I think at this I point, then get my balls back. <laughs> yes, you've been trying to get them for a while. Yeah, so. you know, beer pong reference for y'all, y'all hooligans out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, th- I think by that point, you're like just by like podcast law. You you do I get a paycheck from y'all? Podcast yeah. Law. Well, no. I mean, you... that might be law though. I might hit up a <laughs> hey, yo, Gavin Newsom. Uh, uh, I've been on this podcast for three mm. weeks in a row. I don't. Uh, they ain't paying me. They ain't cut the check yet. So uh, you're crack down on that. All right, uh, we got a heck of a show for you because it's been a heck of a week. This week has felt like f- like a month. I don't know about you. Absolutely, is, absolutely. Especially yep. if you're hanging out on Twitter where everyone be whiling, uh, except for when Twitter went down, which was <laughs> funny as shit during the direct. During also. the Nintendo direct, uh, <laughs> hell of a time. <laughs> how do I know how people feel about Ghost Trick being? <sighs> Ported to Switch. That's I know how I feel, but I need to know how other people feel. Yeah, I do, I do like that element, though. When like If there's something that I know that I'm not hyped about, but I know that other people are hyped yeah. about, I want to see the levels at which they get high. I want to see how many capital letters they're using, how many, how many, how many spaces and returns, how big the block of tweets <laughs> exactly. are. Exactly. Tweet see, threads. I, 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 I was happy that Twitter was down during it. <laughs> I, I'm with you. I enjoy when people get enthusiastic and excited about something that I may not get excited about, but I feel like maybe it's the people I follow, but a lot of it's very cynical. It's just like, mm. oh. Zelda's $70 now? Wow, this sucks. Not saying it doesn't. I'm just like, come on, let's, en- let's enjoy. Let's enjoy Metroid, you know? Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Let's take it one things. day at a time, please. Yeah, it sounds like you need to curate your, ta- curate your timeline a little better. Yeah, I guess so. What, I do. What was the most uh, like hype thing from the from the direct for you guys? Ooh, oh, for us specifically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. It was, I thought it was a very good direct. I Absolutely. thought it was great. It started out a little slow. Like, sure. Starting with Pikmin was cool. That that was. Uh, I'm excited for Pikmin, mm-hmm. but I'm not a big yeah. Pikmin guy. Uh, but after Pikmin, it felt a little slow. But I think when the GBA stuff started hitting, Ghost yeah. Trick, I'm excited for. But mm-hmm. honestly, it's got to be Metroid, man. Like, I mean, yeah, hard to be. I I love that Nintendo saw Hi-Fi Rush getting shadow dropped, and they were like, "Oh, hey, maybe oh, we, we could do that. Oh, you could do that. All right." <laughs> yeah. like, they got they got they got everyone. I was like, "Hey, all hands meeting. Who can shadow shadow drop something in a week?" <laughs> It was it was a good day for games to play after the direct though because it was Metroid. It was all the Game Boy Color, or most of the Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance stuff, and then also the Octopath demos. Uh, demos. Demo, yeah. There was a lot of mm-hmm. DLC. I think there's DLC for Xenoblade that drops today, and there was Fire Emblem DLC that mm-hmm. dropped yesterday. Splatoon, also. Uh, Splatoon. Like yeah. it, it was th- there was a lot. You know, normally mm-hmm. we go into directs, and I bring my Switch. Like when we do it in the office, I'd always bring my Switch just in case something dropped yep. and I needed to capture gameplay or whatever. But this time I was like, well, where do I start? What do I, what do I start with? <laughs> nice what do I, what I do first? I'll tell you what I started with. I ran over to my GameCube 
Sir oh, fired up Metroid did Prime. Yeah. Metroid Prime do a graphics comparison. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. I was like, I know, I know who did this because Lucy hit else? me up in the in the where she hit up the uh, Slack and was like, anyone, anyone got a GameCube? And I'm like, yes, me with my like pristine <laughs> retro setup that I keep everything plugged in, ready with a capture card, like ready to go. And I'm like, my this moment. is it. This is I it. Stood at attention with a salute. And said, yes, ma'am. I'm on what the case. I've been waiting for. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Jordan? What was I want to. I mean, I, it's it's got to be Metroid, like different reasons for people like John, Luke and Jake. Metroid Prime is my one blind spot mm. in like the Metroid franchise. because I haven't played Metroid Prime, so I'm like, this is a perfect excuse to <laughs> like yes, experience yeah. it, to finally play it. Like, I know a lot of people are like, oh, this is like the Metroid game where Samus is kind of more of like a scientist than like a bounty hunter killer. Like she's studying things. She's yeah. exploring. I'm like, that's really cool. And Whole I've seen scanning. so many video essays on it. So many great reviews. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I finally will have a chance to play it, to go back and play this game that I haven't made time for. Yeah. Should we just move right into what? Yeah, I mean, we yeah, just like, get right into I, was I think we all playing, are playing Metroid. Metroid. Yeah, we all, yeah, we all are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so like kind of going off what you're saying, Jordan, like that is uh i think the most exciting thing about this remaster is just that it is an opportunity for people to play it um and like experience that game because that game has always been like either tied to the gamecube or tied to like a wii and the wii u and you know like even then we were talking about at lunch but even then it's not really friendly to play now like yeah like you were saying you have a fondness for it which i understand mm -hmm. but after so much has happened in the first person space particularly with just controlling characters i feel like it might be tough to absolutely i i have a love for that og like you know gamecube style control scheme uh i i think there's like an argument to be made that it kind of like it sells the like you know uh like the heaviness of samus's suit like oh she's really got to like put in the effort to like move the cannon around and stuff like that right <laughs> sure but <laughs> it comes at the cost of just like dude yeah. this is kind of annoying to play at times yeah. and, and and i think that's only like aged worse and worse and then the wii one for as good as i think those wii motion controls are like just after a while, you're like, oh, my arm's tired. And oh, like, man. Like, you kind of feel. <laughs> I really, I really, my arm's tired. I, I love the Wii motion <laughs> No, controls. I do, too. I do, too. Yeah. But I think, like, I always. It's not the most, fr- like, user-friendly Yeah, experience. you feel like you're, you're yeah. fighting it a little bit. With this new control sure. scheme, it's so it's, it's so breezy. Yeah, it's, it's just, just a like, oh, version it just feels good. And, yeah. and it, I think they did it smartly where it doesn't feel like a, um, like, the aiming doesn't feel like Call of Duty level, like, precision, but it's like, oh, it can kind of, like, aim you around, and then you're still, for the most part, using the yeah. lock-on. So it doesn't really, like, I was concerned, like, oh, this is going to make the game too easy. I'm like, yeah, maybe it does in some ways, but, like, not in a way that I think actually hurts the game, yeah, at least so far it, in my experience. It makes it easier to enjoy. <laughs> easier to enjoy, yes, yeah. exactly, which is what I think is great about this. Like, this is, you get all these people like Jordan who are like, I've wanted to play it, and now they have, like, an opportunity to play yeah. it and enjoy it. And I'll have that barrier. Uh, I, I think the one thing that just kind of sucks, and this is more just like a boilerplate, like say this about every Nintendo thing, is like I, I do wish the original was like available just from like a preservation standpoint. Oh, or right. Like, yeah. You know, For sure. or, or, or like it would have been cool if they did like a Halo anniversary, like switch between the graphic settings because it is like one to one the exact same game. Yeah. Like it, there is no difference. Definitely. So it kind of would have been cool to be able to like, swap between the modes just because i think that's really neat and, and that's something like every game yeah. should do but ah, the new graphics look really good yeah it's like, it's, it's a good remaster yeah. like i uh i i thought it was just gonna be like a straight port with higher res um mm-hmm. 
And, you know, we talked about Persona 3 last week and how, you know, it's 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 great that that game is available and it, it is exactly what, how, as I remember it. But yeah. you could sh- it sees like, yeah, let's let's copy and paste these. Uh, I don't know, you, like you saying copy and paste. Let's just port over these PSP assets and boom, had that. Right. Uh, whereas you, you jump <laughs> into this like, oh, they did some work on this. And thing. they really yeah. undersold it, too. Like people mm-hmm. were not were like didn't realize how I think. Yeah, because I, I saw a lot was. of people tweeting like. Man, it still looks just as good, and that was after we had put out our comparison. And I was like, "No, it doesn't," because it. it lo- I mean, it's I demonstrably think it, better. Yeah, the yeah. original still looks great in its own way, but it looks like a GameCube game, right? Like it yes. looks like a yeah. good-looking GameCube game with a really good art direction <laughs> style. But this looks really good. Like it looks yeah, like a, a significant modern. improvement. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I looked at it. and I, I thought to myself, "I was like, oh, this looks like a like definitely a Switch game that could come out today." Uh, oh, yeah, oh, I, yeah, yeah, which it did, but like yeah. the, and that, I think that just speaks to the the work that they did to sure. remaster it in a way that's, you know, I saw the, the graphics comparison. Like, this is all true to mm-hmm. the original yeah. uh, yes. art style. So it's, yeah. Um, some of the, some of the colors are a little, I mean, being, if we're being nitpicky, like, sure. some, some of the colors don't yeah. necessarily pop, but the lighting is, yeah, yeah, you, lighting lighting is so I, I think better. any graphic, uh, like remaster, you can always get nitpicky about certain things. Like, ah, I don't like the way they did that versus the original. But, and, but by but and large, by and large, I would say this is a pretty, like, successful on point. Uh, on point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, the thing yeah. about the controls, too, is, uh, lo- like, lock on is so important to that game because, yeah, like you said, it's not like a Call of Duty style thing. Uh, I, I, I have, I have a place in my heart for, janky control schemes Mm -hmm. that are just like oh this is just how the game is so like learn how Mm -hmm. this specific game works get on the games level yeah whereas you know Mm -hmm. every every game nowadays like oh it's dual stick i know exactly how this controls i mean it's for the better to be honest but i'm also like oh you can also switch but you can you can play it which is cool so like if you want that experience you can do it you can't plug in a GameCube controller though. I tried. Ah, uh, the kidney buttons. It did. It's it all does. about kidney buttons, baby. <laughs> it, it doesn't work. Which I was like, no. Even uh, even the new control scheme feels a little bit weird without the kidney buttons, yeah. just because like you know you turn into a ball or whatever. Like you turn into your morph ball, and I can picture that on the beans as opposed yep. to like just a face button. <laughs> yeah. If I, that makes sense. Yeah, I forget who I was arguing it with, but. Uh, I was I was, like, someone was like, oh man, the GameCube control, like they're all, all the buttons are different shapes, like it's whack. And I was like, no, that's what makes that's it amazing. <laughs> yeah. Because like <laughs> you you know exactly what every button is, yeah. just and like the the you know the uh, A button is huge because it's the button you press the most. Yeah. Like, it's so smart. And they were like, nah, man, like uniform uh, buttons. And I was like, you don't, don't know what you don't get it. About. You don't get it. Yeah, like, even when I play Smash today, like I I have trouble playing Smash with Joy Cons because. Like the jump buttons are the Joy Cons of Smash sucks. Yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> yeah, it I, I don't remember. Like, oh, B is like that's my down B. I just mm, remember yeah. that specifically. And like the B button is it's, it's not what it's yeah. not what it used to be. It's also, I mean, in regards to Smash, one great thing about the GameCube controller is the notches in the control stick, so you can line oh, up di- like yeah. diagonal, yeah. which is super important. And if you miss that slightly, you you're not doing the input you want. God damn, GameCube um, controllers, baby. Yeah, man. Yeah. So Jordan, have you actually played any of it yet, or are you? Not no, yet? no, not okay. yet. I, I, I don't even actually own it on my Switch. I, it's just one of those things that, like, I saw it, I screamed at like my desk. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit, it's actually real. Jeff Grubb didn't lie about <laughs> any of this. Uh, but I, I was just like so busy with like a shit ton of stuff uh, mm. last night, and so I, 
it's like my switch is right there. I just need to turn it on and go into the store and buy it and download it. And I will at some point. Yeah, I'm excited. I want to play I'm it. I'm excited to hear what you think about it, because at least for me, I think the game holds up incredibly yeah. well. Like, you know, like when it came out, it was like, wow, this is like a masterpiece. And I still feel that way playing it. So I definitely want to hear like a, a fresh perspective if like, mm. you know, if that's just me being, you know, rose colored glasses. But like even playing, I'm just like, this still feels really good. The atmosphere. 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 Ooh, I love that word. Music. Music, point, the music is incredible. Many Metroid Prime might have the best music out of any Metroid no game. And I know that's sacrilegious theme. to no, say, right. no. but like, it's really good. Tell me a menu theme that goes as hard as oh. the menu theme in Metroid Prime. It's, it's so good. Yeah. I was telling that to Jake earlier about the one thing I hated about the, the Prime Trilogy collection on Wii is that they made a new menu theme for it. Like for the, you know, all three Damn. games. And I was like, I can't listen to the, <laughs> like, ah, like I want to see like the, with the red and you, you like there, there's the zoomed in like Metroid cells and it's just like, oh, it's got such a vibe such to a it. Vibe. Yeah. Speaking of atmosphere, it's like all these different elements that feed into it, like the, all the scanning, the things you learn about like and about Trozo and mm-hmm. ruins and all sorts of stuff, like different biomes, the music and the way things are, are lit up and how desolate everything feels like. Metroid Prime was a game that I felt like I played on early on in you know, early on in my life where I, I looked at it and it, it felt like every piece kind of clicked together so perfectly yeah. well. And uh, yeah, from then on, I, I thought a lot about atmosphere, like what, what kind of vibe <laughs> I got to do a vibe check on every game. Is this passing the vibe yeah. check? And games like Deus Ex, the original, uh, definitely tap into that as well, where like the the music and the ambient sounds and the the world design and the way uh, like the the things that you interact with in that world all feed into like the same themes and the same mood and feeling like man that's just that 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 part is timeless and I think that's yeah. why I feel like Metroid Prime is has aged so well and mm-hmm. I'm sure like you would agree mm-hmm. because like the the things that it does well like games will always strive to hit these kind of hit yeah. these hit these watermarks no matter what era of gaming that you're that you're in so um just translates well over time mm-hmm. and like you know control scheme maybe like the boss fights aren't as uh spectacular as they used to be eh, yeah or like sure you know, sure this is a you know metroidvanias have like evolved so much in the past maybe 10 years or something so where like you play this and it feels maybe a little basic yeah but yeah the, the core concepts are so mm, they're tight yeah the way it just sells you i mean like I, that hut like the hud elements where, where like oh, the way you're in the yeah. suit and all the different mm-hmm. like effects like when you walk through like a waterfall that it gets all steamy and yeah. foggy or you know when you yeah. fire like a missile too see close reflection you're gonna yep. see samus's mm-hmm. reflection that should kind of scare me real close <laughs> yeah. oh whoa someone's behind me <laughs> uh i i never played metroid prime this is my first well okay I have played Metroid Prime when I was a kid, but I was a dumbass kid and I yeah, couldn't figure it yeah. out. So I fell off pretty hard because I remember I got so into Zero Mission with a friend. Like we would over during lunch breaks and stuff, we would just race each other, see how fast we could do it. <laughs> and for my birthday, he oh, was yeah. like, here's Metroid Prime. This game's really good. And I was like, I can't wait to play this. And I remember putting in my game, even being like, I'm stuck. I'm lost. I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah. now that I'm older and I understand the genre more and I've played basically all the other like 2D mm-hmm. Metroid games, uh, I was, you know, more equipped, more prepared. I can still see why I was having trouble when I was a kid, though, because mm. there are some things where I'm just like, oh, shit, that took me way too long to figure it, out. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, um, it doesn't hold your hand. But to, to your point earlier, I, I I haven't finished it yet, but I I could I understand the argument for it being a masterpiece now because I'm I'm enthralled. Like that's what I want to do. I want to go home and keep playing more mm-hmm. of it. I think I'm like 
20% through according to like the little thing. I got to, I got to the snowy areas, which are which music's good. And just the vibe of it's really, it looks so good on this remaster. But one thing that's really stood out to me that, that, that makes me miss the GameCube era is like these smaller environments that feel very deliberately designed and built. Like, yeah. Like, I feel like so many games now are like, look how big the world is, or like, look how much space we can put into this. But in Metroid, it is like, okay, you're in a room. There are like four different doors you could go through, three, four different doors you could go to. Here's like where the combat will probably be. And here's like the set that I don't know. It just feels like, so deliberate. Here's, here's like, the gimmick of this room. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> there, there's like a, I mean, it also feeds into the atmosphere. Like, the atmosphere is really good. But, but like, I don't know. Every room I go to, it feels like there's a puzzle for me to solve. And like, sometimes it's simple. Sometimes it's just like, okay, yeah, I just got to kill these enemies and get over to the other end of the room. But other times it's like, okay, so I need this to work here. And if I do this, then I can get this. And then you get, Mm -hmm. you know, basic Metroidvania stuff. But I guess it's just the scale of it that I think is, is something we don't see anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's a, it's beauty in the simplicity. I think like, uh, they don't try to layer on too many systems, but they, they they shuffle and move around the different pieces that they do have in, in exactly. fascinating ways that, that feel mm-hmm. fresh from room to room. Um, like retracting tentacles. Oh, now this is like a ballroom, and now it's a ballroom that has little bugs type. that is gonna throw yep. you across mm-hmm. the, yeah. the map. Yeah. yeah. So um just feels really good. Like the 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 abilities that you do get in the game, like all feel just really good. Even small things like, oh, I can morph into a ball, oh I can drop bombs now, or now I have double jump, or now I can I have like a different uh, canon now, like every every little piece of things, like oh, okay, like mm, I really feel like how this that changes up the game. So has a has a good feedback loop with the uh, the different abilities that you get throughout the game. And yeah, man, some some of those later bosses in in the game too are like pretty fucking wild. Mm-hmm. Also, so man, Metroid Prime, that shit's good, man. Good game. It's very good. Extremely good. Nine point seven on Gamespot. From one Greg Kasavin on November fifteenth, two thousand two. Yup. Wow. Yeah. Greg Did you Kasavin, check that right before coming in. No, the well, podcast. it's funny because it's, yeah, it's, it's funny because uh, Bob Kaleko and uh, Greg Kasavin were both in my mentions yesterday. Uh, oh, Gamespot OGs right there. Greg Kasavin, creative director over at Supergiant. Oh, look at this guy. He's yeah, doing you know, some name dropping. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's a, no uh, big deal. Game of the Year Hades, you know, he uh, he was the director on that. So, well, uh, you know, he's the homies in my mentions and all that. Um, no, but they were they were talking about, um, they were talking about, oh, yeah, Game of the Year in 2002. We're talking about Metroid Prime. And I'm like, y'all motherfuckers old. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I looked back at that review. and I remember, I was yeah. thinking about that review the other day. I think because of your tweet. I was like, oh, man. Yeah. Because I remember watching that review. It's like a really long review, too. It's yeah, it's like, like 20 minutes it's long. It's like 20 minutes long. But he he's just gushing okay. about the game yeah. in a way that I remember, like, watching it and being like, this game looks fucking amazing. Yeah, this this thing got a 10 on reviewers tilt. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, and shout out to Greg Kasava, man. Like, reading some of his old reviews, like, you ever, like, look back at old games writing and be like, this is fe- feels very, like, rudimentary, but in a way that's, like, you can't really blame people for that. It's just like, oh, the, sure. the, the medium was young at the time, mm-hmm. so there was some learning curves or, like, uh, what is it, like, growing pains with yeah. the style of yeah. writing. Growing pains? Groin, groin pains. Listen, I'm, you were talking about like you, t- you turn thirty, shit starts hurting. Let me tell you about groin pains. Uh, uh, well, also the 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 video review format back then, like obviously it looks kind of cheesy, but that sort of style I feel like is 
was so ahead of its time. Oh, because yeah. like it's the on camera, biggest, right? I mean, mm -hmm. well, it's on camera and just the delivery, the way they're delivered, how they're like a little more, they feel more off the cuff. They feel more personable. They feel like they're talking to you, which is yeah. something that like, I mean, you know, I, I love our review product and what we do here and like what IGN does, but, but it's very different. And yeah, like you, you see a lot of the bigger review channels and that's kind of the format they're going back to. I mean, like, yeah. Game rank, skill up, and all that kind of stuff. Like uh, it is OG, very much OG like GameSpot felt very ahead of its, ahead of its time, time. Yeah, and live streaming too. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. yeah. Look at us now. Let's fucking. And then we came in and yeah, uh, we dropped. <laughs> we fucked up the whole legacy. No, I remember watching the 2006 Wii launch stream. Uh, that shit was wild uh, on GameSpot. That oh, was that was a lot of fun. My, mine is always the. Uh, uh, cause, cause I remember like what, what got me, uh, really into GameSpot was actually Greg Kasavin's review of, um, Oblivion. Ooh, it was like that's a, a classic. 16, yeah, yeah. It's a classic 60 minute long. He's just gush again, classic Greg Kasavin <laughs> gushing about the game. Yeah. But on top of that, he did a, he did a live stream where he played the game for like eight hours. Mm -hmm. And that I always remember that live stream because it ends with the fire alarm going yeah. off and he has to like leave. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Man, that, boy, that dude got some classics. Yeah. And then when Skyrim came out. At Giant Bomb, they brought him in to marathon <laughs> live stream Skyrim, which I thought was. I Did was they like, set the alarm yeah, off for like eight hours? Yeah, I was like, dude, they're running it back. I was so excited. Oh man, those those are the days, man. But yeah, Metroid Prime spanning generations. Mm hmm. Yeah, and I hope I hope everyone, uh, you know, gets a chance to play it and enjoy it and experience yeah. it. Cool game. Forty bucks. Forty bucks. I think that's reasonable. Yeah. I, I I have dropped more on a hard copy of Metroid Prime, <laughs> so yeah. forty bucks. Like I don't know. I'm not mm -hmm. gonna say no to that. Yeah. Uh. Well, there was another game that came out this week. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, I don't really know if we want to talk about it. If I'm being honest, um, other than to say that you can go check out uh. Gamespot.com and our excellent article written by one uh, Jesse Earl that mm -hmm. kind of talks about. Um, we're talking about Harry Potter. We're talking about Hogwarts, Hogwarts Legacy, Legacy here. Legacy, Whoa, yeah. <laughs> couldn't have guessed it. Uh, you you could go check out uh, her excellent article uh, that kind of dives into uh, J.K. Rowling and kind of like you know essentially what she's been up to and and how all that relates <laughs> sure. to Hogwarts Legacy to yeah. put it in, in yeah, a way. It's, yeah, it's a really uh, it's a really thorough. Uh, investigation yes. on the things that jk rowling has said and her anti-trans uh, language and how that has kind of been perpetuating throughout society and i think that's an important part of that article is like not just that jk rowling is a being a piece of shit uh, but how like this is reflective of the struggles of trans people today and contextualizing it in that way uh so it's not just you know you, you we can talk about jk rowling and how uh, terrible of a person she is, but uh, I think the the juxtaposition between mm. you know the things that um, that trans people go through and just like the the violence and the and the hate that they get for just existing and yeah. how J.K. Rowling has really been a lightning rod for that kind of thing. So it's, I think it's I always point to that as okay if you want to understand yes what the con quote unquote controversy is with Hogwarts Legacy that uh, Jesse Earl's piece on that I always show people like this is exactly yeah, yeah. it's a you'll good get a very to, to show mm -hmm, people yeah. it, it's very informative and very well thought out i think like I, the the conversation on twitter i feel like boils down to very short bursts of like people who are very 
emotional and angry or frustrated in one way or another about it, which isn't, which is valid entirely. But I feel like with all that noise, it's very difficult to understand like the root of it. And I think Mm -hmm. this article is kind of a good, a good way to, I don't know, maybe mute some of those words on Twitter and just check out this article and, and, and leave it at that because then you're armed with sort of the knowledge and then you can make, you know, that decision for yourself, you know, as opposed to, um, I don't know absorbing all the noise i guess yeah, like yeah. trying to take um, a side on like that's the thing yeah on twitter is like if everyone feels like they or not now, i want to say everyone but like there are a lot of people that are just like pick a side and then they have to like fight for it it's like no just mind you can mind your own business and you know if you play it if you buy it or not like whatever yo like fucking just keep it moving move on and like uh i don't know it's um uh, it's been a really ugly scene out there in uh, people's mentions and the things that have gone viral on that stuff. But there's, there's, there is good coverage and there's good writing out there. Mm -hmm. uh, And I implore you to seek it. Not, not, I mean, Jesse obviously is one of them, but there are other sites, other authors who have uh, dived into this sort of thing with Mm -hmm. thoughtful perspectives. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I I guess I can talk a little bit about it because I have been playing it with a copy I didn't pay for. Um, uh, It it was expensed. It was through fandom. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, even without all the controversy stuff, I'm finding it pretty disappointing because it is it is just like a Warner Bros. open world game. Like it mm, is yeah. it is a very straightforward open world game that hits the nostalgia notes that I'm sure a lot of people are looking forward to. But it really lacks that uh, school sim side that I think is kind of the fantasy with Harry Potter is yeah. like, like, I want to feel like a student at Hogwarts. But this is just kind of like, yeah, you show up at Hogwarts and then you're like killing dark wizards outside of school and <laughs> right, like right. Jesus Christ. It, it's it, it it it's it's odd it, it very much feels like a warner bros open world yeah, game, just for like, better or worse like i i don't know i think i played a couple hours of it i'm pretty done with it at this point um we will have a review up um at some point not by me um i think we're keeping the reviewer anonymous um but we will have a review up at some so, point yeah. but we didn't get early code so we are no behind on that uh i mean not not behind on it because we got it late but like i think i think sometime soon if if you're curious and you want to know more about the game itself um do that but all that to say you should really check out jesse's article if you haven't already Mm because i think that really sets the stage for this game and the discussions going on and all of this stuff and if you don't like harry potter Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> None of this is applies to you. You like probably don't care about the game. I'm always jealous of those people who are just like, I don't give a shit about Harry Potter, so I don't care. And yeah, I'm like, you're like, all right, cool. Like, well, like, what, 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 what the fuck are they doing over there? Yeah, like because I, I like I never particularly cared a lot about Harry Potter growing up, but it was unavoidable, right? Sure, like sure. it was just like everywhere, and like to the point where it's like it was like it almost felt like Stockholm syndrome, yeah. where it's like, well, everyone's into this, so I guess I, I guess I am too, yeah. and like, yeah, I don't Damn. know, yeah, man, get on, get on something better, like Little Witch Academia, yeah. hell yeah, or or like Metroid Prime or Hitman, or, <laughs> or like specific, so much uh, shit came uh, out. This yeah. Yeah. school February stuff. is yeah, February, February is packed. Ishin comes out soon, like yeah. Atomic Hearts. I mean, there's some weird shit around that game, but you know, all Damn. right, well, we got. <laughs> Vladimir Bufin's uh, right hand man <laughs> over here. <laughs> uh, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, yeah. Like fe- February is like so packed with like so much shit. So it's not like we're hurting for new games to play or anything like that. Uh, but uh, yep. I don't know. Yeah, like you said, Harry Potter is like um, ubiquitous. You almost, you almost, 
Ever think about getting a Deathly Hollows tattoo on your wrists? I know a couple girls who uh, and guys who got uh, got those, Ooh. and uh, now they're just like, oh fuck, maybe I should uh, start thinking about covering that up a little bit. Yeah, uh, and I, I mean, not to yeah. draw us too much, but like the deeper you, yeah, we grow. We, Harry Potter as kids, like it was like whimsical, right? Yeah, and you look a little bit deeper now as an adult. Oh yeah, and you kind of like <laughs> you kind of poke and prod at that universe and. Kind of, ah, I don't really remember that, but holy shit, yeah, maybe I, that I, was... Uh, and, and let's be fair, it's not just Harry Potter. There's a lot of things oh, that, like, oh, as a kid, you kind of enjoy, yeah. and then you look <laughs> back at it in your 20s and 30s, and you're like, I should not have been, like... Yeah. like oh, that was problematic. Like, oh, <laughs> I shouldn't have been uh, caping for especially, this uh, so-and-so. I feel like the 90s was the Wild West, too, especially for, like, advertising and marketing. Like, some of the shit out there, like, like I think, have we talked about, like, the old Game Boy ads? Oh, and like print. And stuff? Yeah, like yeah. The, the magazine ads were <laughs> oh, like yeah. absolutely wild. Like, yeah, like really I, I don't even want to talk like... about it because it's like pretty <laughs> fucked up what they were doing with like Game Boy ads back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Was... they're like Nintendo. Miyamoto said this was cool. All right, like what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, magazine ads. That was a that was that was a, that was a time as as someone who subscribed to IGN. Oh, not IGN. Uh, sorry, EGM. Uh, back in the day, like oh, you Game look at former OXM, yeah, yeah, you look at it and be like, yeah. yeah, that's just just gamers being gamers, yeah, just yeah. gamers being gamers. But yeah. uh, yeah, it's a uh, wild how things changed with the internet and all that. But, mm-hmm. Um, anyway, cool. should we talk about some other games? Yeah, because yes. we've got a lot here. We do. Um, let's see. Uh, I've I've been playing a little bit of Advance Wars on my 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 Game Boy Advance uh or you know, analog pocket. My 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 modern day Game Boy Advance, which feels real weird because they just announced finally the release date for the Switch. What one. what drew you to it? Like what was uh it Advance was, in particular? It, it was well, it was one of those games that was on um my list. People were recommending to me. Um, there it, there was a bunch of people in the Discord uh, who were very kindly like, "Oh hey, we should recommend some Game Boy Advance games mm-hmm. for John Luke to play." One of them was Advance Wars. I'm like, oh. oh, I got that on my list. And I think what drew me to it was uh sort of the the like kind of quick nature of it where it's like, oh you can just do like one little you know set mm-hmm. and then kind of like put it down and like pick it back up um and so like i'm really enjoying that game it's really deep there, there's like a lot of depth to to like the combat and the strategy uh i feel like i'm trash at it right now like i'm getting worked by the ai yeah, I, I remember it was pretty hard it's really yeah. hard and, and there's a lot of stuff to keep track of and and you know like all oh, like this kind of counters that and and but you want to use this and uh, so I, I'm having a good time with it, but I'm also like, now I feel weird because I'm just like, oh, should I like stop playing because they're about to do that a reboot camp switch version? Like, ah, uh, maybe I don't know. Um, I'm like maybe a third of a way through like my campaign in for Advanced Wars one. Yeah, so, maybe maybe you finish out one and, and then, then save maybe save two, two, save two or, to reboot. Yeah, reboot maybe camp, I'll yeah. do that. Uh, but yeah, that that is my current Game Boy Advance game of choice. Uh, <laughs> Oh <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm excited because this this is gonna this is the year of the Game Boy Advance for me. Year We're of the gonna, Game Boy Advance in 2023. Every year is the year of the Game Boy Advance for me. That's a hell of a platform, man. Pretty good. Yeah. What else? What else do you have lined up for Game Boy Advance? GBA. Ooh, I got a couple uh, on there. Um, Jake got me on that Mother Three. Yes, sir. So that's a good one. On I that. was uh, debating. Ooh, I should ask you this because I was. Uh, I was talking with my brother because we've been playing through all the Final Fantasies and we mm-hmm. were thinking about because uh, we finished the PS1 trilogy and yes. we were like, OK, before we go to the PS2 games, maybe we should go back and play some of the older ones. And mm-hmm. we were thinking, like, which ones do we want to play? Yeah. 
And I don't really care about one, two, and three. I don't think I'm going to really want to yeah. play those. Well, I was thinking four and six were yeah, probably going to be like the ones I played. Um, with six, I'm probably just going to play the SNES version. Um, I mean, there's pixel remasters also. Yeah, but like they're different. <laughs> like the pixels are different. I want to play the OG, but, but yeah, okay. okay, okay, yeah, yeah. So for six, the, for six, I feel confident. For four, I'm I'm not sure which version yeah, to play because so I was kind of doing yeah. research and it's like, well, there's the original version of four. There's a PSP uh, version, but apparently the original version of four is like localization is like bad. Yeah, is yeah. kind of what I've heard. And then there's the PSP version. There's also a GBA version of four. Yeah, and then there's a there's a 3D remix. There's a DS version. Yeah. But apparently that version is like very different. Oh, yeah. yeah, And and to the point where like, oh, I kind of want to experience like an OG version. So maybe not that one. So I was kind of curious if you had any insight. Like, should I play the GBA version or the Uh, PSP version? The GBA versions uh, I heard are good versions of that. Uh, I played the original SNES uh, version, which Mm. was called Final Fantasy 2 here in the West. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, so I originally played the SNES version. I replayed it through the PSP collection. Uh, and that's a really good version, though. And the PSP I, version. Yeah, I played it through some uh, illicit means, if you know what I'm saying. But uh, yeah, the PSP. <laughs> I don't. Co- Can you elaborate? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you uh, you go to an illegal web. No, I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. I don't want. Uh, uh, what's I'm, the URL? Can I run it? Yeah. Oh shit! FBI knocking on my door. Um, PSP collection because those are essentially remasters of the OG 2D versions mm-hmm. that came out. Yeah, uh, way back when, and it has what's called the After Years, which is kind of an expansion pack or whatever. It's not that great, but it is what it is. That's a good version. Play the GBA one if that's how you want to go about like playing in an original version yeah. of that game. It's a good version. Pixel remasters are also very good, but like you said, it is you know it's it's a little bit different, but the the core like design, the core vibe of mm-hmm. that game is very much intact yeah. with Pixel remaster. Um, so yeah, uh, the the game is very hard in some parts though. Like okay. there, there are, there I mean, are, I don't mind playing with a guide. For okay. example, yeah, like, like there's there's some dungeons where they're just too many encounters mm. uh too unforgiving in some in some parts but overall i think you can probably breeze through that game in a good 20 hours maybe okay that's not bad yeah it's cool though music incredible music mm-hmm. uh straight up probably my favorite one of one of my top final fantasy ba- boss battle themes Ooh. it's in four um that's pretty it's cool that's <laughs> that, a high bar yeah yeah it is it is <laughs> and i thought about it. i'm like no when i played pixel remaster uh last year i was like yeah this this shit is still very very good so yeah, I love I love that game. Um, what up? yeah, <laughs> that game it's dark and goofy at the same time. It's, Perfect. Yeah, it's got some shit going <laughs> That's on. So I it's, love. Yeah, it's, it's cool. uh, the best Final Fantasies. I feel like read that balance real well. Yeah, dark and goofy. Yeah, thinking about that, and then yeah, on the the, the GBA side. Um, I've actually never played Minish Cap all the way through, so I, I want to play that one. It's really good. It's one of the ones I want to play. You were telling me about Golden Sun. Uh, was yeah, one. I loved Golden Sun 1 and 2. I thought they were phenomenal, but I was also a dumbass kid, so I don't know if it holds <laughs> I up. I can't believe I beat those games, though. Like, <laughs> I can't believe I, well, I actually I didn't beat two, but I beat one, yeah. and that was like, I remember sweating so hard throughout that yeah, game. Because it's got some puzzles where you need to use like your some of your powers outside of battle mm-hmm. to like move objects and solve different like yeah. traversal puzzles in that. And I'm like, damn, I had my third eye open in sixth grade, man. Shit. <laughs> well, the thing is, is like, that was the only game I had for a while. Mm, so like same. that's all I played for a while <laughs> and I like I, I just like banged my head against the wall I, you know as a kid I'd just go up to this thing and try every single button and every single command and then something would work and I'd be like alright there's the breakthrough <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, I would try it though I, I like I said don't know if it holds up but I think it's definitely worth like 
give they, it a go. Aren't they putting that one on the Nintendo Online? They're Switch? putting one, yeah. They're putting yeah. one. All right. Is, well, it, is it now? Is it available now? No, that one's getting added later. Yeah. I think. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you could probably wait on that then. Um, because can you you can like suspend and stuff on. On the analog, yes. yeah, you might want that. Yeah, it, ha- it game, has a suspend, like. and you can create save states too, which is cool. okay. Oh, sick! Because oh, you have a you have an analog pocket. Yeah. I have oh, analog yeah. Pocket. Okay. Yeah. Because fuck, I'm about to jack that shit. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it's that shit is so nice. It's oh really God, nice. Yeah. yeah. And there, there's something about playing like that screen looks so good, and there's something about like the small form factor. Like playing, I, I'm glad they put those games on on Switch because it gives people more of an opportunity mm-hmm. to play that stuff. But like, there's something about like. The vertical handheld. Vertical hand. I gotta justify spending two hundred dollars. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's right. I didn't cancel my pre-order after the, after that showcase. I was like, I could probably cancel this thing, but I'm not fucking going to. Yeah. <laughs> also, like, I I, I, you know, I could play some other games that I know Nintendo won't put on yeah, the online. Sure. You know, yeah. some Yu-Gi-Oh or whatever. <laughs> Mother three. Mother three. Yeah, exactly. I could play Mother three. Well, Jake actually has. Some... I, have a, I have a theory on that. I, I think that's coming. You think so? You heard it here first. I think that I think that's wow. coming. To, Do you think this is paving the way? For, yes. For, wow. I don't think it'll wow. be our own Jeff soon. Grubb predicting shit. Yeah. <laughs> I have no insider information. <laughs> this is just this is just off the cuff. Like I think it's gonna happen. Yeah. We were sitting at the desks earlier before podcast, and then Jake turns to me and says, "You know what, Michael? Mother Three's coming to Switch." And I said. Who asked? And he laughed at me. <laughs> I did. He laughed, laughed at me. As much as I want Jake to be right about this. I would probably bet against you, man. Look, now is the perfect time. Yeah, I, or sometime soon. Now that they've brought this, they're trying to get people to subscribe to this this uh, Nintendo Switch Online thing they've got going. Uh, people have asked for this for so long. I think now's the time. It's, it's perfect. It's perfect. In my head, it's perfect. Yeah. It's going to no, happen. I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. And <laughs> I, I hope you're right. <laughs> Me too. I'll probably be wrong. <laughs> I want to play some motherfucker three. Yeah, that's my, my GBA corner for the week. That's nice. Uh, tune in for more exciting news on all the GBA games I'm, I'm playing throughout the year. Uh, other game me and Jake were playing a little bit of, uh, part of the Steam Next Fest, which I haven't got an opportunity to dive as deep in as I've wanted to because it's been a busy-ass week. But we did get to play one game, which was Dark and Darker. Yep, Dark and Darker. It is <laughs> It is like kind of like Tarkov, but D&D sort of yeah. not D&D in a sense where like you choose your own campaign but like I'm I'm referring to D&D in that there's like mages and wizards and you go dungeon <laughs> just crawling. fantasy. I was going to say like Ultima <laughs> Underworld. Ultima Underworld that's is kind of but the I've never vibe played that. So, like, yeah. you know, first person <laughs> magic kind of, you know, shit but this man sees mages and is like, "Oh, it's just like D&D." Yeah. But it's like a Tarkov <laughs> no, battle royale. I, I, I said it wasn't quite like D&D just in the terms of there's, you know, classes. Uh but yeah, it is it is like Tarkov in that you spawn in this dungeon with your buddies. Every enemy is really hard, but there's also other enemy there's also other players there and you want to loot and then you get to a point where you can either escape or go deeper into the dungeon. It's cool. Uh, it seems like there's a lot of rough edges to work out, mm-hmm. um, including some very obvious typos in the menu oh, and shit. like weird guides that have odd memes that the developers made. Yeah, which I think is kind of funny. It's but, kind of funny. But, uh, or yeah, just like, <laughs> like I'm still not convinced if I'm like doing it right, but like 
I'm playing the uh uh what is it the healing person the cleric cleric yeah. and and I have like a little shield and it doesn't do jack shit like, like I hold yeah. it up and I still take all the damage and I'm like what am I doing wrong here so it's, it's like precision based melee combat in that like if you have a sword you want to aim for like the head to do more damage yeah. you know like it's cool or like if you've got a dagger you stab and you want to aim high to get him in the face um mm. it it's neat I've been using bone arrow. Because I don't need to worry about all that weird melee stuff. No. I just mm-hmm. reload because there's a reload button where your guy just like more arrows appear in his hand and then he loads them. Yeah. <laughs> you just gotta worry about accidentally shooting <laughs> in the in the knee. Yeah, take an arrow to the knee. Yeah, uh. it's interesting though. It's free. Um, there's a free demo for mm-hmm. the next fest. Uh, if you're into Tarkov and if you're into fantasy, <laughs> might be might be something to check out. <laughs> Hell of a cross section right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is it is it a uh, is it uh, a Eastern European joint? I don't know. Hmm. Um, so, I, sounds I, like I feel a... like it's Im- it. I, judging by the typos, I think it may at least not be from okay. the United States because uh, you compare it to like Tarkov like an, and yeah, that Eurojank. You know, I, I should say see. like it's not quite as hardcore as Tarkov. I mean, it's difficult, okay. but there's not. You're not. There is like a whole shop system similar to Tarkov, but it doesn't seem like there's as much of a meta game uh, to it. Is it a live service game? Like, is it going to evolve, yes. you think? or Yeah, so this is technically like a, te- a test alpha or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not out yet. And this is like not even really a demo. It's more of just a technical test. This, this comes from developer mm-hmm. website Iron Mace. We are a berry manned of veteran game developers disillusioned by the exploitative and greedy practices we once helped create. <laughs> We are experts who have worked on many games of the biggest hits in Korea. They are Korean developers. Oh, okay. Asian don't Mm -hmm. raisin. Let's go. Um, (laughs) Cool. That's not the kind of genre you'd really expect like a Korean developer to. uh, Oh, sure. But that's that's cool. I'm I'm with it. All right. I'm so worried now whenever I hear about small teams, though, being like, yeah, we're making a live service game because after January with like. Yeah. Oh the God! Five service yeah. games that like are just like oh yeah we're shutting down. I'm like man this uh, I think the bubbles burst. <laughs> like it, I it, think it's not a live service game in that like a lot of those other games were with like battle passes and, and stuff. It seems more just like it, it's a game that's always online because you have to play with other people. And then I imagine like they'll add classes. You know I, I don't think it'll be like the continuous ongoing support and marketing cycle that you see with a lot of these yeah uh, not to say that they don't they can't experience the same problems but i feel like games like weird pc games like tarkov and this like kind of feel separate from like the live service they slide under of, of like triple yeah. a games where i i think like they're not as like those games feel like if we don't get all the money and all the audience this game's a flop and because yeah. we, we poured so much in this where this is like hey we're kind of a smaller team if we can just make something cool that, and you just know, let it be. Let it be, and if enough people really love it, that it, you know, we can then keep doing what we're doing. Awesome. Yeah, so, I th- I, I, like certain games aren't subject to the same, uh, the same churn content yeah. churn uh, as, uh, like you know, you if you put out something for Square Enix or EA or Activision or something like, mm-hmm. you know, that content churn is part of the business yeah. model and. Uh, some games like this just like you know i guess we'll but like knockout and... city man knockout city yeah, couldn't yeah, make yeah. it oh, and I'm like <laughs> yeah the game's good i feel like could have made it i mean uh, the credit to them uh because they they were kind of announced in that that glutton of live service cancellations we yeah. were saying but 
they did say that they are working on a uh a setup so client that, side version a right? client side version for pc so that you can still play the game forever yes. which like it's great shout outs to them that should be the fucking standard for every game in my opinion uh, like yeah. i'm looking at ubisoft i'm looking at pretty much every developer and publisher <laughs> like because yeah. it's crazy to me that it's like dude i can still go load up counter-strike 1.6 i can go load up you know uh well I mean, it's kind of weird because they added new uh dedicated servers to like wolfenstein um uh return to castle wolfenstein recently but even then oh, i can enemy still, territory yeah, enemy territory hell yeah uh, but but even then before they did that you could still technically like load in and play it do and private like, find do private servers yeah. and like there's ways to play it and like I just think that's important and you know to have that available so like that's like I think it's fine that like you know like Knockout City if they say like hey if the game's kind of hit its course we're done like you know look no game can live forever, forever yeah. but uh what's important is that you can still play it and so that's shouts cool. out to them for being able to do that it's it's a shame that other stuff like Rumbleverse don't seem to be getting that same yeah. treatment um what if the Knockout City devs are about to pull a respawn because they're like, just so you know, like Knockout City, it exists in this new Knockout City universe that we're like <laughs> deciding, which means that our next project like may not be Knockout City, but it could exist in this universe. I'm like, Ooh. that's what respawn just did with yeah. Apex. They're like, yeah, look, Titanfall KCU. 2 just didn't work, but we're going to make another game. In the exact yeah, except they're going to go. The re- they're going to go the reverse situation. <laughs> yeah. They're going to make a single player. Uh, yeah. Single player oh, shooter oh, campaign. Uh, yo, I grew up in the tough streets of Knockout City. Everybody getting knocked out. I got to fend for myself. <laughs> yo, sign me up. I, wanna, I would actually I really, that. I would want to play that. Yeah. Like, no, like a, like a, uh, like a sports story or golf story, but yeah. for Knockout City. That'd be sick. Yeah. That'd be sick. After, yeah. after the disappointment that sports story was, you know, yeah. there's, room, there's room for a sports RPG. Yes. I will say, from what I understand, dedicated servers are insanely expensive they are insanely expensive i'm like tens of tens of thousands of dollars a month like (laughs) to like it 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 is very hard to continue to pay for that like your game has to be very successful i imagine for for something like that to work so i'm i'm with you i think the the dedicated or the the client side client based Mm -hmm. uh, uh private matchmaking is stuff that should stick around but like when I see a lot of these closures, I'm like, well, you know, if they're not getting enough people to play and engage with that, that makes sense because that shit's expensive. Yeah, I'm I was actually shocked when they announced the Wolfenstein like dedicated servers. I was like, really? Yeah, that's a a lot of money for that game. (laughs) I mean, mean, that game's awesome. I love that game. But like, I doubt you're going to get that many people playing it. You know, it it also like I imagine it depends on resources. What else they have? Like, sure, it's Bethesda. Yeah, it's Bethesda. Who your parent company is. Yeah, yeah. um, And like it, like does it, I think Epic owns a lot of dedicated servers, so like it's much easier for them to just like, yeah, we're gonna set some aside. Yeah, you know? it, it, yeah, it's just but a Epic's shame when like Fortnite to so do whatever the fuck they you want. You know, weird, weird <laughs> stuff just like just doesn't exist. Like I was watching a video the other day about um, like Far Cry 3's like weird co-op mode that you oh, can't even right. play anymore. Mm, yeah. You just it, it's you just can't. Not, no, it's not really? possible. Like it wow. was only like part of like their whatever their server side like however it worked like and there's no you can't just land it up you can't hook up some like xboxes or pcs or you know private servers like nope they dragged and dropped that straight up impossible to play and i'm like and and the video is like hey man the shit actually very good like they're not like i wouldn't recommend it but they were still like 
it really sucks it that, just it's just like, that it doesn't no exist yeah. anymore. Yeah. Like, you people know, made that oh, stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. Damn. Oh, man. Uh, well, moving on. Jordan, I see you've put that you actually haven't been doing anything this I, week. I, <laughs> I really wish I could say that I've been, like, <laughs> playing something or doing something, but I, I truly haven't. Like, behind the curtain for our viewers, it's like I'm playing into tabletop RPG uh, campaigns that other people are running, and then I am myself running two different uh, campaigns. I'm in like four storylines. So usually, when I'm just done with work, it's like, all right, I'm gonna like grab some dinner, like hang out with my partner, maybe watch a movie, watch a TV show, and then I'm like, and then I'm like getting back to quote unquote work, <laughs> which is mm-hmm. just like preparing for the next D and D or tabletop RPG thing. And so like that's just been my life for the past wow. uh, couple of weeks. Which is fine. I love it. Like it's uh, yeah. it's awesome to hang out with friends again to play make believe. Uh, but <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just one of those things. I'm like, I do want to play like Hi-Fi Rush. I do want to play Metroid Primary Mastered. I'm like, at some point, I just have to be like, OK, there's just this free two hours on Saturday <laughs> and that don't fill it with anything. Just <laughs> just play a new video game. Yeah, but that mm. I I can't report on anything. I've just been, I've just been doing D and D stuff. Honestly, that sounds great. Respectable. You should, you should check out Dark and Darker. I hear it's just like D and D. I heard from a hit video game podcast. <laughs> Jake, you have Hitman here. You're continuing. I'm still playing Hitman Freelancer Game Hell, of the Year. Game of the Year. Game of the Year. Uh, we're starting the campaign now. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna start our psyop now. <laughs> <laughs> Publicly available on a podcast. Uh, I don't yeah. know if it's the our for, our for you uh, campaign. Yeah. whatever they do for like the Oscars. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I am just finding it like endlessly replayable. There's just so much fun to be had messing with that sandbox in so many different ways. It's even gotten me to the point where I've been replaying old levels just to understand, or not replaying old levels, but replaying old missions just to understand them better for when I go into mm. freelancer. Like, yeah. obviously it's a lot of fun, but like a lot of times it's still killing the same targets just in different ways, which I still love doing, but like, it's fun to just go back and be like, Oh, okay. That's where this suit is. So now when I go back into mm-hmm. freelancer, and I go to this level. I know where that suit is. I know where that item is. I know where the, 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 the crowbar is here so I can like open this thing when I need it. Uh, and just kind of like, that knowledge share that goes on in my head between the two is is, is, is scouting report. Yeah, it's it's pretty satisfying. <laughs> yeah. And then just like actually getting to it. Like it starts out pretty easy, but it gets pretty hard to the point where it's like, okay, I really have to plan this out. Like there is no good opportunity to kill this person because they're always in public. So uh like I'll have to come up with something clever. I'll have to figure out how to like distract all these people or I'll leave like uh, an explosive or I'll leave like uh, a gasoline near them mm. and snipe the, the fire when they're near it and just watch them blow up all those. Sorts. But it's just, it's so much fun. Like loading into a level with a sniper rifle. Cause I know it's on, um, I know my target is going to be at Santa Fortuna, I think is the, the winery. Yeah. One, right. Yeah. And you just spawn in, walk down on that cliff, set up your rifle, pop the two targets put it back in your suitcase and just leave it's like i don't know it's it's so good have you played much michael 
I've been I John Luke was putting me on last week oh, and I man. was like damn Asian man. 47 Asian 47 hasn't played it yet <laughs> hasn't even played it yet damn I should I should uh I need feel like I need to give up that title yeah uh, like yeah I mean you know my early days at GameSpot like in 2016 I remember we were doing game of the year discussion and I said everyone hold up hold up hold up Hitman yeah it was you and me Hitman needs to be game of the year <laughs> <laughs> and everyone was like who the fuck invited this dude <laughs> I was like one month into my time at GameSpot. Mm-hmm. And then Mary's just like looking at me like this motherfucker right here. Uh, and I remember Jake was like, ah, I don't know if we should put Hitman in the top 10. And I was like, no, you shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had only played one level at that point. Yeah. And I will say one of my biggest regrets when it comes to Hitman is I wish I played each level as, as they, they dropped in order yeah. to just like rinse through all those challenges, play through all of it. But mm-hmm. instead I waited and I did that on purpose because I enjoyed the first one and I was like, I want to wait and play all of it together. And I think that was, I, I, I regret doing that. And I kind of wish, uh, 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 IO just kept doing that cadence. But it's cool. It yeah. was cool. like, I, I would have played the hell out of those missions, but instead when like two and three came out, it was just kind of like, all right, played its completion, moved on to the next one with, in mm. my head, telling myself, mm-hmm. like, oh, I'll come back to these, but then I and just, just did it. Because yeah. you finish but it and you're like, yeah. that's kind of the awesome thing about freelancer mode is that, like, that it, now I'm returning to all these levels that I said yes. I would and just experiencing different ways, finding different ways I can play with the sandbox, like, play with the, like, push things different ways and just see what happens in, like, a safer environment and then take that knowledge into freelancers. Yeah. It's, it's so good. Man, mm-hmm. I was so smart about getting the most it it never feels exploitative either it's like we're gonna get the most out of like we put so much time and effort into building these intricate levels you know damn well we are going to milk them for what they were and like milking has like a negative connotation but in this case they're like (laughs) i look at it and be like wow i'm so impressed by how much they're able to get out of all the stuff that they've built since 2016 Mm -hmm. and it is it is just oh it is a marvel of like design even even freelancer mode i feel like it goes way beyond than what it needs to like they could have just been like yeah it's a roguelite mode that's it like we'll just throw missions at you and go but it's got it's got the the hideout you can go back to it's got these challenges you can interact with and the the hideout's pretty cool it doesn't do a whole lot but like it's fun (laughs) opening different wings of it (laughs) eventually going outside you can fish uh, and then you it's like, like I the game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you don't actually do anything because it's like as if you're blending in, where he just yeah. picks up the rock. Yeah, they're just reusing the animations from the, but from the map. I think if you catch a fish, you can bring it back to the kitchen and chop the fish and cook it. Yeah, it's just like Asian Forty Seven, like life simulator. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's so bizarre, but <laughs> I cute. love it. Yeah, you, you you can change the music. You got different music options that you can wow. listen to. You got you got an exercise room. Uh, <laughs> You can Hitman Four is just gonna be Yakuza. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no right. Uh, you can unlock different vehicles, which all they change is that when you go out on a mission, you'll just have a he'll have a different vehicle. What so like, answers? You yeah. can unlock a motorcycle, and he'll just ride out on a motorcycle. <laughs> oh my god! Or I just unlocked a helicopter, so when I go to missions, I just get in a helicopter. And <laughs> but I think I actually think those vehicles. Uh, I haven't tested this, but I think those vehicles affect your starting location. So I think like oh. At like oh. at like the um at Dartmoor, if you leave by a boat, um by by your boat in the base, it will take you into the back end of Dartmoor. Oh. I think if you don't have that, it'll randomly choose a starting place because oh, shit. Uh, I unlocked the helicopter and it was like, well, you can't use that on every um map, and I was like, wait, that doesn't make any sense. Like, isn't it just a cutscene I go to? But I actually think like like on Paris, for example, I think you can actually fly in. 
land on, land the, on that. Oh rooftop. my wow. god! I mean, not actually, but I think you just start there. Wow! So, so I think there it feeds into it in some ways, but yeah, a lot of it's cosmetic. But it, it it's still cool. It's just like Shit, I don't even know about yeah, that. Yeah. That is so cool. <laughs> I love it, man. It, Damn, it's so good. It, that is an all timer. Like that might be one of more, my favorite games of all time. Yeah. Like just yeah. like Hitman once as and a three, package. As, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. World of Assassination. It's just. Damn, that is so cool. Shouts out to IO, man. I, I'm so happy they stuck with it because they went through some shit with Square Enix yeah. after yeah. Hitman 1. And the fact that they were able to like retain the license and like double down on their design philosophies. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they this is what they came out with. Like, whoa, damn. Impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope they just keep getting to make games forever. Yeah. Yeah. More, more Hitman maps. More Hitman maps. Dude, I got so many ideas. They need some ideas. <laughs> you're, you're talking about that. That's the there. other brilliant thing about Hitman, though. It's just like, I'll go into places and I'll be like, yeah, this would be a dope Hitman. This would be a dope Hitman map. Yeah. <laughs> like Fandom Office? What do you think? Yeah, Hitman map. Well, I was thinking about how, like, GameSpot like, will oh. partially sponsor it. They got I'm sure there's like a legal team that really has to be like, ah, oh, dude, we can't do that. Yeah. Like, like that, like, you know, there, there's certain places, man, like, well, we can't really touch that like because certain government locations are like, oh, yeah, no, you can't, you that. can't go running, you know, you yeah. can get kind of weird. But I, like, I was thinking like, oh man, like, uh, <laughs> we, me and Georgia were talking about like, dude, what if agent 47 had to infiltrate RuPaul's drag race and he, <laughs> oh like he's God, bald. <laughs> he, he would fit in perfectly with yeah. all the other drag Queens. And then he would like, you, you gotta put makeup on. You gotta rock uh, the runway. Yeah, it's like, an, like an extension of the Paris yeah. level. Yeah. 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 <laughs> or just like in general, like reality TV show, like a love Island. Like yeah. imagine a love oh, Island. Would be so God. good. <laughs> with like 47 where he has to like pretend to be one of the people yeah. on it. And or then he's got to like, he can knock out a producer and like put on a producer uniform with the yeah, camera. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be a like, cameraman now. He'll be like, now go over there. And you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where, where you've laid the trap. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the, the possibilities are endless. Listen, ah. IO Interactive, uh, hire my boys over here. <laughs> They're probably like, yeah, we've got a million ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, sure, I'm sure they've, they've already got all of them. <laughs> all right. Uh, before we move on to our our big topic this week, because hmm? um, we we can't be we can't be doing as long as we did last week. Uh, Ooh, two hours. Because <laughs> uh, a trigun. People got places to be and things yeah. to do. Uh, Michael, do you want to quickly talk about Theatrhythm? Yeah, I don't have too much to say. I've been playing the demo. It is the Final Fantasy, or actually it's the Square Enix rhythm game because they've blended many Square Enix franchises. I mean, it's Final Fantasy-centric. You watch the intro, and it's uh, kind of a love letter to Final Fantasy as a whole uh, with the theme going on. It's like a big band slash ska remix of it, and it has cuts like clips of Final Fantasy over the years. It's a really touching uh, intro thing. And then you jump into the game, and... Every mainline Final Fantasy, uh, I think they got t- they got Type Zero in there. They have DLC for the Saga series for the Near games. They know they have Chrono Trigger. They have a bunch of stuff. Final Fantasy fourteen is in there. So uh, Crisis Core is in there. It's just a big collection. I think it's like three hundred sixty something songs uh, from various Square Enix properties, mostly Final Fantasy. Uh, it's a fun rhythm game. It's it's really cool. Um, and there's there's RPG elements to it as well. So you play the rhythm game where, you, you know, the button inputs sync to the song and you could have different stick, uh, flick your stick mm-hmm. in a certain direction for some of the different notes. But then you also can choose which uh, characters are in your party and you can equip them with different things. And I think, I mean, the background is you see the background as you're playing the songs and the characters are fighting enemies in environments that look like the 
from the game that you are playing the song from. Uh, so it's really cute. It's a uh, yeah, it's 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 really nice if you have any uh, reverence for Final Fantasy. This is uh, a beautiful package, especially if you love the music. Um, it's cool. It's there's a demo out now. It comes out later this month, and I'm definitely gonna be on. I, as someone who fucking loves rhythm games, we talked about rhythm games uh, last week. That was Maria's yeah. question, <laughs> and theater rhythm is ooh, it's it's one of those because it's not too difficult. It's not like a yeah. it's not like a Miku game where uh, it's there's like a visually overwhelming sometimes with uh, some of the Project Diva games or like some of the Persona dancing games. Like this one is, uh, yeah, I think it's a nice entry level point if you're not. If you're not like in tune with rhythm games, but you but you like Final Fantasy. This is there's something to be had Ooh. here. Yeah. Now Theater that I'm rhythm. I'm more uh, in tune with Final Fantasy. Now that I've played more of them and I'm going through my yep. Final Fantasy journey, maybe this is now the time to to get into theater yeah. rhythm because I think originally when it came out, like at that point, I didn't play really much, so I was like, I don't got any yeah you got connection have, to this music. Yeah, like, you definitely you know. have to have love for yeah. the music. Um, but now now that I've like you know. Yeah, play a couple of them and definitely have some tracks that I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, I would I would love to do a rhythm mini game around that. That'd be that'd be cool. Yeah, so. yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of nods, a lot of cool uh, nods to uh, Final Fantasy through the years, and uh, yeah, the theater rhythm final bar line. This is kind of like a re-release or what is it like? Because there, there's been theater rhythm games in the past. Uh, this is kind of like a more of a definitive version, I would say, mm-hmm. with a lot more a lot more music, a lot more content. Ooh. Uh, and it's coming out on all platforms, I think. Uh, I've been playing on Switch, but I think it's a nice little Switch game to put on for a little 30 minutes, nice. play a few songs, and uh, keep it moving. Sick. Yep. Rat. All right. Moving on to our topic of the week. Uh, we talked about this a little bit at the end of the show last week, but uh, today we are going to be picking our backlog games for the year. Uh, the idea being that we pick our backlog now, and we hold ourselves to it to try and get through these games, you know, at the end of the year. And kind of, we'll, we'll sync back up periodically throughout the year how we're doing with oh. this, I think, is the idea here. So it gives us it's something hot. to kind of look forward to. So for this, we each picked four games for ourselves. And then the group is going to pick a fifth game for that person. Uh, obviously, uh, I think we're going to try and pick games that, you know, we think the person would enjoy. We're yeah, not trying to yeah. throw some, uh, some, some crazy. And let's not do uh, like 80 plus hour RPGs, please. Yeah, like, like, Jordan, yeah, Jordan yeah. you play all the Final Fantasy 14 front to back. I won't. You can give that to me. I'm not going to do I it. don't expect you to. I have a lot of JRPGs on mine. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm fucked. I think if, that's I, get through, if I get through two, I think I will be pretty happy. Yeah. yeah I mean, to be fair, like, I feel like jrpgs are the games that like naturally like end up on your backlog because they're like they're really long intimidating and they're intimidating so i mean for sure uh so uh i think maybe the we'll we'll, we'll go through like one at a time like i'll say one then jake will say one we'll kind of go through that way so we can kind of uh it's not just one person talking the whole time should we give a little context as to why it's on the list or do you just want us to like we can give some context i I think that's important yeah just Um, a little Keep it brief. Yeah, my my first one might might cause a stir. Might, uh, I mean, I'm putting my reputation on the line here. I saw it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Persona Five Royal. I didn't actually finish Persona Five Royal. You you want to jump me? Are you gonna jump me after this? John Luke. I yeah, I know. It's my (laughs) it's it's my biggest shame. I am self proclaimed. 
Persona fan, big big Persona fan. Yeah, was you, the biggest. You were pers- one of the, well, you were one of the reasons I got into Persona. I know, to begin and then with. he surpassed me. And now I'm, so I'm here being the fake fan. Yeah, uh, I don't know what it was. I mean, I so I did. I know what it was. It's a long global pandemic. Game. Yeah, that, it's a I long mean, fucking game. So I here's the weird thing. I did play it, and mm-hmm. I stopped halfway through. Um, uh, what's what's his name? The the UFO Palace. Uh, oh, uh, Okumura. Yes. Mm. So dad. I basically stopped right before everyone told me is when all the royal stuff really kicks into high gear. So oh, I, you're not even close. Oh, no, I'm no, not. No, okay, no, 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 I, that's no. what I heard. So maybe I'm wrong. Then I mean, I've already experienced obviously a little bit of it. You know, peppered uh-huh. throughout, but. You know, like I hung it's, out and played pool with the catchy and, you know, that it, was So you cool. saw some of the yeah. new stuff. Yeah, yeah, I've seen some of the new stuff, but like the real meat of it all, oh, you know, yeah. hasn't really. You got like another 30, 40 hours of peppering. Oh, okay. And then, <laughs> and then you got it. Yeah. Great. So that's one of my biggest shames. So I, I put that on the list. It's like, this is the year that I'll finally is finish. It? I mean, that's what we're that's holding what, yourself that's to. What's yep. what this whole thing's about? I'm gonna I'm gonna text you once every month. Be like, ah, how much more progress you made, buddy? <laughs> I'll be like, uh, here, hold on. Semi semi screenshots. <laughs> I'm just gonna load it up and be like, five minutes. Oh <laughs> <laughs> man, oh, no, like, right. uh, yeah, it is. It's intimidating, but that extra stuff at the end, so good. <sighs> I know. I need to experience it. Yeah, I really do. Uh, I'm doing Dragon Quest Eight. Uh, that's the first Ooh. one for me. I played Dragon Quest Eleven when it came out. That was my first. I guess I played a little bit of Dragon Quest Three when I was a kid, but uh, that was like my first time I really got into Dragon Quest. Loved it. Everyone says Eight is really good, uh, and I happened to have it on 3DS. So, and I heard that's a pretty good version of it. So I figured this would be a good one. It's still sealed, um, which I'm, I'm like, I don't know if I want to open it. Like maybe I should yeah. get like a used copy somewhere if it's reasonable. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited to get more uh invested, I guess, in the in the Dragon Quest mm. universe. Dragon Quest. All right, Michael. What's what what's the first one I put on there? Sorry, I don't have You to put think. Lost Odyssey. Lost Odyssey, okay. I played Lost Odyssey when I was reviewing the Xbox headset. And As one does. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, the Xbox headset. Lost Odyssey. Uh, no, so uh, it's 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 kind of a the lost Final Fantasy in a way. Yeah. Where a lot of people regarded it as this is what Final Fantasy 13 was gonna be in some weird way. I like Final Fantasy 13, don't get me wrong. This is this is not to shade 13. Um, but it's the Sakaguchi RPG from Mistwalker. Uh, you know, after Blue Dragon, Blue Dragon was whatever. But Lost Odyssey, people hold in high regard as one of the underrated uh, JRPGs mm-hmm. and one of the underrated Xbox 360 games. And I think that's why it was overlooked is because it was an exclusive to Xbox yep. 360. Like a, they went hard yeah. on that exclusivity, like Blue Dragon, you mentioned as well, yeah. like yeah. Uh, Enchanted Arms from Enchanted Software. Arms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was like a there was an attempt in that era for. Microsoft to bring Japanese developers in it, and like, I it didn't pay off in the sense that these like these aren't re- like really well renowned games like broadly speaking, um, but people remember them as very good games. And Lost Odyssey was definitely one of them. A lot of people talk about like you know Sakaguchi is one of his one of his best games that no one played or whatever. Uh, and I played a little bit, and I saw the, I see the vision. It, it's it's really cool. Uh, it's definitely like a like a darker grittier kind of fantasy or not i don't know if i would call it oh yeah like steampunk ish because it has a lot to do has like a lot of weird technologies in that world 
that aren't necessarily Magitech, but there's some really interesting ideas with the the way that world is built. Uh, but yeah, that that's uh, a lot of people have recommended. And I played I played a little bit of it. Like I said, when I was reviewing the Xbox headset and uh, <laughs> incredible music because that's uh, Nobuo Uematsu. That's mm. basically yeah the 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 fourth the forefathers of Final Fantasy. Yeah, you know worked on this game, and I feel like I owe it to myself to finally see it through. If I remember correctly, too, that game was on like four separate discs on the 360. Oh, was it? Okay. I, I oh, yeah. feel like it was on three discs. It was something absurd. I remember when I like picked it up yeah. and wow, okay. Yeah, it was like a 20 gig download on my yeah. Xbox Series S. I say I, I got a Chained Echoes, um, which was this past year's my birthday game that i didn't play every year there is at least one video game that comes out on december 8th which is my birthday and i like make a point (laughs) to play whatever it is to just be like maybe my birthday game this year is actually uh pretty good i didn't play uh chained echoes uh though um and i'm like i got i gotta go back i gotta i got i gotta play it it looks really good it's like this rpg um and tam I think has played a little bit of it and he likes it. So I don't actually know all that much about it other than the fact that I'm like, it's, it has to be played because I play all of my birthday (laughs) games. Yeah. (laughs) So one, one kind of cool thing or good timing is that on the GameSpot discord, the, I think game pass, uh, club or whatever is, is playing that game now for the month of February. So people are currently playing it in the discord. Um, okay. Hey, so Jordan, finish it before the end of the month. <laughs> the end of the month. Yeah. It's 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 a cool um, game. I put I put some hours into it, mm-hmm. and I uh, I respect it. That is a game I want to play as well. I don't, okay. I didn't put it in my backlog, uh, but it is something I'm going to try to play this year as well. So maybe mm-hmm. we'll uh, hold each other to it. <laughs> All right, going back to my second game is Near Replicant, specifically Near Replicant version one point. Two two four seven four four eight seven one yeah. three nine. This this dude looking at uh, all the games <laughs> I reviewed at Gamespot and was like, "Wow, I didn't play any of the games Michael reviewed." <laughs> Say that full name again, but without looking at the iPad. I, absolutely not. It's like remembering <laughs> Pi. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, th- that was one that I mean, I love Near Automata. You know, mm-hmm. one of my favorite games uh, ever. Um, never played the original version of Near. Uh, played a. Uh, I feel like I played a decent amount of Replicant, but by decent, I mean, like, not really. Like, I, I put, like, a, like a good, like, I want to say, like, six or seven hours into it. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, you know, barely scratched the surface yeah. of, of what that game has to offer. And I, I really do, like, owe, owe it to myself, I feel like, to go back and, yeah, it's, and play uh, that one. Man, that shit. I think I cried harder from Replicant than I did from Automata because Replicant is a much more, uh, uh, it's a little bit more intimate story. Mm-hmm, sure. Because, um, like, the... Automata is great about its um, like bird's eye view, like philosophically. Yeah, and it does have strong character moments, especially as you barrel towards like find getting the. I was gonna say it ending. really takes the ending for it to kind of all come together. Yes. I think. Yeah. yeah, Replicant has like really sweet, warm moments in between of like the the dark shit. Rep- what I've played a Replicant so far is like before it gets dark, but it's very much like already setting up like characters and endearing you to them. And yeah. me playing Automata, I'm like, all right, I know, I know. I'm going to get attached to all these characters and then, uh, you, <laughs> know, break heart. Yeah. you yeah. know, they're going to, they're going to fuck me up. Fuck, so yeah, it'll, it'll break your heart. But yeah, yeah. Replicant. It's, it's good. Good shit, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chrono Trigger for me is my hey. next one, which I've never played. I'm, and I'm ashamed of it. 
I, I, I tried playing it during the pandemic, but I didn't get very far. Also have that on DS. Um, oh. So I heard that's the best way to play it. Yeah. So DS version's good. That's yeah, good. I basically looked at my games that are sh- sitting on my shelf that I got because <laughs> I was like, I'm going to play these one day. And I'm like, all right, that's Dragon good. Quest Eight. A lot of Toriyama, I guess. Toriyama, <laughs> yeah, right? Toriyama, yeah, 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 yeah. Toriyama. Um, but yeah, Chrono Trigger will be my other one. I'm excited to play it because good. It's yeah. also not like terribly long. Like that game's what like a solid twenty five. Yeah, yeah, twenty five. Actually, you know what happened? I started playing it on on Steam during uh. <laughs> during the 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 pandemic, and I think I started doing it. And I told Tomorrow, he's like, "Don't do that." And I was like, <laughs> "Why?" And he's like, "Just." Just get it on DS. I think it's pretty cheap on DS. So I found it on DS and ordered it. There's, and it was, yeah, there's some weird <laughs> shit on the PC version. Like yeah. the way the some of the textures are stitched together it, looks weird. I, I think there mm-hmm. is like modders have done an attempt. I don't know if it's still like perfect yet or anything. Yeah. But I know I, mean, I know modders. Yeah. God bless the modders. Yeah. Fixing fixing the shit. PC yeah. PC version. Up. Yeah, Square. Square's <laughs> PC ports have been hit or miss. Yeah, but specifically mostly when it comes to Square. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> PC version I think is fine now, but uh, I tried getting on a plane on Steam Deck. Ooh, hitching no. like, I don't, for some reason there's like frame hitching and it's really bothersome so bust out that ds copy yeah yes oh, the og i uh, also think version. that's sealed too unseal that Ooh. thing boy come on now what do i got uh you got dmc devil may cry oh yes so i also want to include short games on here yes. because like i think you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be realistic Coward. here. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm gonna go Xenosaga episode two, Xenosaga episode three. You're like, no, nah, I'm not gonna do that to myself. Even though I am going to play those games eventually, but um, I think for this for the, like for this, I think good short games that I've always had my eye on, but didn't yeah. just make the jump yet. Uh, so DMC Devil May Cry is the one that everyone was up in arms about when the time it came out. But over time, I think people have like warmed up to the idea of. Having this irreverent style, or D- depends with circles. You'll still sure. find you'll still find people getting say. real weird about <laughs> yeah, that game. Okay. Yeah, but the thing was, I remember when DMC Five, when we were playing that in the office, and I think you were capturing for DMC Devil May Cry. Yeah, for like a comparison or like a history of yeah, 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 or yeah. something like that. And I looked at him like, holy shit, this looks fucking sick. Yes, um, that game has a uh, aesthetic that it just goes yeah. for, and I I think. Aesthetically, it is the best Devil May Cry, hands down. Sure, okay. Like, like in terms of just, like, the art design and the uh-huh. environmental design. Like, Yeah, you were, like, fighting demons in the club or some shit. Yes. I'm like, what <gasps> the, the club is- level? Oh, yeah, I saw the dude. club level, and that's what sold me. I'm like, <laughs> oh. holy shit, have I been, like, and the writing m- this game off because everyone else said it was whack? But- also, the music is... Yeah? Music's good, yes. Speaking my language, yes. man. Yeah, no, I think you'll like it. Fuck, yeah, so I, I, can, <laughs> I can burn through a Devil May Cry game in, like, one or two days. Curious how I feel about the dialogue. Oh sure, yeah. Because some, some, <laughs> depending who you are, you're like, man, this is great, or like, dude, this is cringy as hell. But it, it kind of depends on like how you view okay. it. Okay, like either you're like, yeah, this is cringy and I hate it, or you're like, yeah, this is cringy and like, I fucking is, love it. Because yeah, like okay. they, they, I, I think they knew what they were doing, but uh-huh. I think a lot of people think they didn't know what they were doing sure. and, and think it was trying to be earnest. Yeah. But I think it was like, no, uh, they knew. Yeah, I uh, I'm kind of excited to jump into that. So yeah. I say, uh, my next one is uh, Recall. Uh, It's R E colon call. It's a game that I'm like trying to avoid reading too much about because I think it's going to be one of those games where it's like it just constantly surprises you and the enjoyment factor comes from that surprise. All I know is that it's a game where you play as someone who goes into the minds of other people to change their minds on. 
certain aspects uh, and certain things. Very like Inception uh, level. It's made by a solo dev, solo dev from South America. And the last game he did, uh, Ethan's Remains, uh, was just this incredible platformer that just <laughs> continuously uh, subverts your expectations like in its latter half, like every two hours. And it's just one of the craziest stories I think that I've ever experienced. And so this is their like next uh, attempt recall. Uh, it came out, I think, like a month and a half ago. And it's just one of those things that like it passed me by. But I'm like, I I got to go back. Like Ethan's Remains was this like enjoyable eight hour platformer. And I'm kind of hoping this is kind of like an eight to ten hour enjoyable adventure, like to the moon style game. Yeah, I also need a lot of short games on this list. Short games are fine. Yeah, it's yeah. not about the length. It's about just like, yeah, that's facts. You know? Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Relax. <laughs> Tell me to relax. Uh, OK, for me, Deadly Premonition 2. Oh, two, Deadly okay. Premonition 1. Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. OK, I know it's not a good game. And I've played a couple hours of it and I could and, and just from what I've played there. I like the beginning a lot, um, but I kind of I could see like, oh, OK, I, I kind of know this ain't hitting the way the first one is because the first game is like m- one of my favorite games mm-hmm. of all time. And I say that with like like zero irony. Like yeah. it's not ironically one of my it's no, I legitimately love that game. Um, but I so I feel like like an obligation to like see it through and experience it, um, especially because I've heard for as not good as that game is. Uh, the way it ends is apparently um, got some got some spectacular stuff oh, as cool. an OG Deadly Premonition fan. So I, I think I, I feel obligated and yeah. owe it to myself to finally experience it. There's a PC version also. There is a PC version now, and I think that's the way to go because, boy, that Switch version. Yeah, uh, I remember talking to Kurt about it. Yeah, man. Mm. I mean, th- those frames are getting into like the single digits. Like It is <laughs> bad. Um, so, yeah, probably play on, play on Steam. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Never played Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Oh, played all the other. Well, I haven't played three or Vice City, and I was gonna play them when they released the uh, collection. But with all the issues, I decided not to. Yeah, that happened now to it too. sounds like they've <laughs> kind of ironed them out. Uh, and I'm curious about three, but I'm not. I'm more interested in playing Vice City because growing up, that was the one that everyone talked about and, like, everyone said was really yeah. good. And to this day, I feel like a lot of people, like, when you ask them, what's your favorite Rockstar game? A lot of people say Vice City. So I think Vice City is going to be the the shorter one. I also think if you're playing the remasters, which is fine, you know, because you said they've ironed a lot of issues. I think that was the one that aged the best in terms of, like, the the new art style they pasted mm. on it. Like, they... Oh, okay, that's good to know. They, they did... Um, San Andreas real dirty in my opinion with oh the, yeah like, the new art I didn't style like it, it play the remaster at all that was the free one too that I downloaded on because because like <laughs> three and Vice City have a kind of more cartoony vibe so they kind of gave it like a, a the remaster kind of has a cartoony aesthetic and I think it really works for Vice City San Andreas was trying to be way more like realistic for like a PS2 game and the way like the AI like just overdid everyone like it looks mm. fucking terrible in yeah. my opinion oh. so um yeah, that's a good one. I think that's a good one to play. All right. Sick. Uh, what do I got? Is you got it uh, Mother, Mother 3. 3. Yeah, we, <laughs> speaking oh of God. Mother 3, we just talked about Mother 3. Um, but I was telling Jake earlier that I played a lot of the old school RPGs uh, growing up. And a lot of the gaps that I have still have are games that 
some people like but aren't necessarily highly regarded as essentials. Uh, or like, just unavailable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that too. Uh, but I think like Mother 3 is, I mean, the one I, I mean, I feel like I've talked to Jake about this for years. I remember when you first got your cart and we're having lunch uh, back at the old office and you were talking about Mother 3. I'm like, damn, I need to hop on that shit. I really want to hop on this shit. Like whenever you talk about it, it's like, damn, this game is like really speaking my language. Uh, and yeah, it's as someone who loves, you know, JRPGs, Japanese games, I like this is a gap that I'm, I should be ashamed of. I'm going to do it. Give me, give me, give me that, give me that sweet uh, Etsy cart. Or uh, borrow mine. Or okay. Or other that? other insidious means <laughs> to throw out my uh, Steam Deck. It's very good. I'm excited for you. I think you'll, I think you'll really enjoy it. It is a very unique game that does plays with expectations. I was saying, like I, I was telling Michael earlier that I think Earthbound is probably a more weirder, out there, uh, more surprising game. But Mother 3 hits so hard in those first couple hours. <laughs> That's and what I'm like saying. the way it's structured is is very interesting. Just the, it it very much focuses on the community as opposed to a character. And and I and mm. I I think it works pretty well. I've actually like as much as I've played that game, I've never actually finished it. I've gotten very close, but like mm -hmm. uh I'm I'm trying to finally finish it out on um my Game Boy Advance, but it should be done pretty soon. So I can <laughs> we'll both we'll but. both finish there. We'll do a Mother 3 spoiler cast. <laughs> uh, yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> Right, say less. All right, a space for the unbound. I have like so many friends who are like, This game is really good and it will make you cry. And I'm like, Okay, I'm down for that. Like, <laughs> you, should, you should listen to last week's episode of Game Spot After Dark. <laughs> yeah, all right, cool. Uh, my last one is Disco Elysium, which is Let's a game go. I have started. Uh, I played a little bit of it and I absolutely love what I played so far, and then I just didn't get back to it. For whatever reason, but I know in my heart that I will finish that game and I will be like, damn, that's one of the best games I've ever played. So mm -hmm. I need to, I need to, that is a John Luke joint uh, and I need it. I need to experience that. So. Yeah. Did you see that tweet that was going around of that person who was mad because they tried to play? Uh, they, <laughs> yes. tried, they tried to play Disco Elysium as a, as, centrist, like, yeah. as a centrist. And they were like, I think the game's bugged because at the end, the uh, game called me a fascist. The game called me a fascist misogynist. <laughs> <laughs> and like someone quote tweeted it and was like, they're so close to understanding. <laughs> they're so close. Ah, uh. uh, yeah. Man, that game. Oh, that game's very good. Game I was so like, good. that game was probably a top five of all time for me. Yeah, I remember in 2019, our game of the year discussions, I was like, fuck. I feel like I did myself dirty by not finishing it. Yeah. All right, Jake, what's your, your last one? So I put, so I actually put Final Fantasy IX here. However, mm -hmm. seeing is that we've got Mr. Final Fantasy himself. That's and so, then wow. Uh, wow. Mr. Final Fantasy's son. Nope. <laughs> Final here. Fantasy uh, Jr. <laughs> <laughs> As someone who's Jr. like <clears throat> only played 15, the 7 remake, uh, and a little bit of 3 on DS years and years ago. That's a weird combo, and then, but okay. And then a bunch of spinoffs. Like I played yeah. Crystal, I played the hell out of Crystal Chronicles. I played 14. <laughs> I played yeah. ten, no eleven. And I've started ten. Like I don't know what Final Fantasy game should I play. Oh, you're trying to uh, get a feel a for. A friend him. tells me I should do five. John Luke, hearing John Luke is talk there, about Brett, nine. Brett, no, oh, okay, because I know he loves five. He, he, I mean, he probably would be one of those yeah. people who's telling <laughs> yeah. me to. Um, I, after hearing John Luke talk about uh, uh, nine, I wanted uh, that one. Seems like I'd be interested mm -hmm. in, in playing that. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm like. 
What should I? What should I play? I think nine is nine is a nine is a solid bet. Like okay, sure. I, I don't. I, I don't want to call it safe, but I. F- I feel like it's a. It's definitely. It's a. It's a crowd pleaser. Like, yeah, yeah. I, like like eight. You could go one way divisive. or the other. You could be yeah. a Michael where you love it, or you could be me where I like I hate that game. That's enough. Squall's, squall's whack, but I don't uh, want to play seven. Like I, I, I'm playing seven in my own way. Like I'm playing. I played the remake, and then I played the first part of seven, and then I'm going to play part two of the remake, and I'm going to play oh, okay. more. Okay, I respect so that. That's cool. I'm yeah. doing that sort of thing with seven. So I, I went, seven's kind of off the table. Sure. I've also heard six is really good. Like oh, six is the classic. So. So like yeah. nine or six is kind of like what I've been. Yeah, those are probably like you said, safe, between. safe bets. Yeah, six. Like it depends on what you're in the mood for. If you feel like playing an SNES era RPG, like six is yeah. the pinnacle of that era. Mm-hmm. Um, Where and, nine is kind of the pinnacle is, of that PS One. Sure, yeah, era yeah, yeah. As, I, as well. Because that came out in 2000. That was yes. like the last year. It was like of, the last year they really honed down that like you know um, uh, what do you call it? like. Uh, that formula that formula and, okay. and the, like that the, world like, design the world design the way like the the pre-rendered backgrounds are drawn or yeah, like so it's, like it's it, still yeah. very beautiful like a beautiful game yes uh some really really sweet moments in that mm, and, great uh, characters yeah great characters and uh I, I replayed the switch version actually uh not too long ago that's what i have I, so i purchased that so i'm like it's a good version of that i was leaning to, to nine because i have it and, nine, and, nine and that bit. one, I think the Switch version kind of lets you like fast forward through. Yeah, it's got it's got three times mm. fast forward. So yeah, which is probably good because you know I played the original PS One version and yeah. Some how long did it take? Some, how long did it take? Twenty five hours. Okay. Okay. Cool. That's like not, that. not too bad. I, okay. I, did. I did play with the guide, and I would say don't feel afraid to play with. The oh, guide. I don't. Okay. Backlog <laughs> games, I will. Yeah, if, yeah. I, if I'm stuck for like more than 20 minutes, I'm like, okay, let's see what you give it 20 minutes, man. Yeah. You patient yeah. <laughs> five minutes. I'm like, listen, I need to keep the shit. Moving. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. That's a good one. Cool. It's my last one. Your uh, last fucking vanquish. vanquish. Yeah. Vanquish. Another Hell short yeah. game. Yeah. Cause I remember when the Bayonetta vanquish bundle package came out, John Luke did a video on vanquish and I was like, I always knew about it. And I was someone who played a, like, I love Bayonetta and all that. Uh, but that was like platinum made a shooter. And it's f- fucking ridiculous. And I was like, okay, that, that seems all right. Uh, I played uh, like an hour of it when it came to PC. Mm-hmm. And it was like, cool, I'll get back to this. And then, you know, as, as one does, you don't get back to it. Uh, but it's, a, it's like a short game, like what, five, six hours? Yeah, it's not so, very long. Anymore. Yeah, I can, I can burn through that pretty easily. And uh, yeah, I've, it's, uh, it's one of those cult classics, I guess mm-hmm. you could say. Was it Camille was the uh, head of that? or? Yep. Shinji Mikami. That was one of the many Shinji Mikami like joints that's just like, wait, wait, he worked on that too? What? Yeah, because you always think of him as like Resident Evil, Evil Within. Uh, but no, that dude's like Beautiful Joe. Like that dude's did some wild shit. So, like, Didn't he do God Hand? God Hand, yeah, he yeah. did God Hand. Uh, or he was on God Hand, yeah. Uh, so after Hi-Fi Rush, I looked at this this dude's uh, backlog. I'm like, wow, he's done some wild shit. Uh, Vanquish being one of them. And mm-hmm. like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta keep going through my Shinji Mikami backlog. So Vanquish, uh, I could, I could easily knock that out in like one or two days. All right, Jordan. Hi-Fi Rush, which I feel like I don't really have to explain, considering how much we've like been talking <laughs> sure, about it over the past couple enough. of weeks. <laughs> but you like to last week's episode of GameSpot. <laughs> <laughs> But it's just one of those things. I'm like, look, I have to play it. Like everyone I know who's played it has loved it. I have to, I have to play it this year at some point. I can't let it like pass me by. And then December hits Mm -hmm. and people are like, should we put this on our top 10? And I'm like, I haven't played it or something like that. It's it's definitely going to be, I I feel like it's going to be a lot of top tens uh, this year. Also, like if you fed 
into an AI that said, okay, Jordan Romain, my, my homie Jordan Romain, <laughs> AI, make him a game. Hi-Fi Rush would probably come out at the other end of that. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. So now games. we've established our four. So now the fun part. The wild card. Where we get to pick uh, games. Does, that, does Has anyone had any ideas for anyone so far? I want to just kind of throw it to the table. Well, Jean-Luc, when we first talked about this, I was like, my pick for Jean-Luc is going to be Mother 3. Is that still <laughs> something you want to do? Like, have you already been playing? Because I know you I, got the card a while ago. I haven't played it yet, but I think I might end up playing it with my brother. So I feel like in the spirit, uh, I shouldn't count it. Okay. Are so you a big To the Moon else. fan, John Luke? I actually have never played To the Moon. Ooh, that might be a oh. Because I was going to suggest like their uh, newest one, Imposter Factory, but if you haven't played To the Moon, then maybe you should I play mean, that. That could Impossible. be a potential good one. I could put it it's down. Short, it's short, short game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would like to down. recommend short games to people. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, it, I, I want to recommend this to Jake, but I also don't. I was gonna rec because we were talking about it. I was gonna recommend Dragon Age Origins because you've never played it. That yeah. game's like eighty fucking hours long. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, it's... it depends. Um, I, I, I played through it like fifty or sixty hours. I mean, but I, I, I really like every time I play it, I do literally everything. Um also if you play the, the expansion, it's like another forty I hours. I gotta go back and um, play the original Dragon Awakening's Age good though. Point. Awakening's real good. It's real hard. Yeah. Um, Dragon Age is Yeah, it, it'll probably not actually take you that long, but it, it is a it's a yeah. meaty long game. Yeah. So I like I'm I'm hesitant to recommend it just because I don't want to throw that at you. But well I mean maybe we can put it in the in consideration and maybe sure. someone's got something else. Because like I don't know. I feel like Jake and Bioware is like goes hand in hand being a, such a big <laughs> Mass Effect fan. Like, I mean, I did not like Inquisition at all. Like Inquisition is very or, different. Or though. Dragon Age 2. To like, be fair. Those are all like actually very, different. very different. Like, like, yeah. So like I feel like I would probably like Dragon Age Origins. I don't know why I didn't play it when it I, came out because I loved Mass Effect. And like I probably saw it and was like Bioware. Yeah. But I, for some reason, I just never. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're not. You're not like averse to the fantasy setting, like as you. No. Witcher Three is like one of no. your favorite yeah. game of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like because some people look at him like, well, I'm into the sci-fi, like the Star Wars, Night right. Soul Public. I'm into Mass Effect, yeah. but the fantasy stuff, like maybe that's just not for me. Mm-hmm. But um, because Dragon Age Origins feels like the, like Mass Effect came out between Knights of the Old Republic and Dragon Age, mm-hmm. but it's a very different thing. So, but so I, I feel like Dragon Age Origins is like the direct like successor in a way like a spiritual successor at least from a gameplay standpoint mm. from knights of the old republic or boulder's gate or yeah boulder's gate actually uh, very bold my talking about yeah boulder's gate in yeah. a lot of ways um so, it's a cool game yeah I, I think i think you would like it because as someone who loves 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 dragon age origins one of my favorite games and likes to despite its problems and actually feels very 50 <laughs> 50 on inquisition um like mechanically mm-hmm. um that's kind of my biggest problem is actually like i just like I just kind of wanted them to make like they they took that series in a different direction mechanically that I found unsatisfying. But I I think Origins is Origins like, feels like the like the last of that era it's of a, Bioware. Yes, it, it, mm. it, in many ways it feels like I, like uh, I would say games like um, uh, Divinity Original Sin two pick up where like Origins left off. Like that's like the true sure. like successor oh, okay, in, okay. in terms of like you know trying to like really like lean into like the role-playing D aspects yeah. like 
Like I always say like origins is like the big budget, like fantasy RPG that will never ever get made again. That's like, a, like yeah. That feels like a game that will never, ever yeah, get made. Kinda, yeah. <laughs> Have you heard of Baldur's Gate three? John three. Except for that, like Larian's <laughs> proven me wrong. Like they're getting closer <laughs> to doing it because yeah. they're, they're pushing that envelope. Um, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. I kind of want to put that on. Yeah. Me, but join me, Jake. I, I've been thinking about <laughs> playing Dragon Age Origins because I haven't. I'm like, maybe oh, Dreadwolf will wow. mention Dragon Age Origins stuff in some capacity, and I should play Origins before that game comes out. I mean, Inquisition uh, did. You've convinced me. I'll do Origins. That'll be mine. All right. Okay. okay. All right. Let's be. We're running out of time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Michael, <laughs> what's up? Have you played Binary Domain? Oh, I haven't. You should play okay. Binary Say Domain. Less. <laughs> Say less. Not that long. It's made by Ryuga Gotoku. There's a French robot uh, in it. There's Big Bow. It's got, you can play that entire game using a microphone if you want. I wouldn't recommend it, but you can. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was, cause I was, I was thinking about like, is there an, is there a Yakuza game that I haven't played? I was like, no, I played them all uh, aside from the ones that only released in Japan. You played, you played uh, Dead Souls too? Oh, I haven't played Dead Souls. Wow. Okay, what the fuck am I talking about? I actually haven't played Dead Souls either. That's my one weak okay, spot. So I know. Bi- either Binary yeah. Domain or Yakuza I'm gonna, Dead Souls. I'm going to say Binary Domain. Okay. I think that's a, Say less. It's, <laughs> it's, they just made it. Uh, it was one of the last games they made backwards compatible on, on Xbox. Xbox? Uh, but it's also on Steam. And that, that version's oh, good too. Okay. So you, you got options. All right. Say less. All right, I'm, all, I'm all for it. Binary Domain. All right. For Jordan. Oh, man, God, I, I know the games you want to watch. say. You want to say Yakuza. You want to say Persona. I know, but, but like, I don't reasonable. want. But, yes, I know. I know. I'm, that's what I'm thinking of because I'm like Jordan. You've been like, I want to play small games, and I'm like, a small game. What's a small game? Is near a small game? Like, I haven't played no. Replicant or a no. small uh, game, but it's not. It's it's, small. it's still a, a pretty lengthy investment, in my opinion. Um, Have you played? You played Undertale, right, Jordan? I haven't played a pacifist run on oh. undertale uh have you played delta run only the first uh part chapter, of it okay. <laughs> oh man <laughs> chapter like, two is well, so well, good we'll yeah. chapter two then uh, <laughs> i was the only one who put delta in chapter two in my game of the year oh, list of game really? spots, so it didn't even show up in the recommended at oh, all man, because it was like it was just me it was yeah, one it was, point it was in my top five yeah oh. uh for jordan dan i feel like there's so much that we could recommend uh Jordan just has such good taste. Thank you. But he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't, he, he pulls up to the buffet. He's like, damn, I want to eat all this, but I'm going to eat none of it. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, man. Oh, what's, what's a good like bite size? I know RPG? that's the thing. I, I can yeah. only think of long games that I'm like, I can't do this to Jordan. I can't, <laughs> I can't recommend. What do you think, Jake? What were you going to say? I, Jordan, have you played all the remedy games? I have not played like all the Remedy Max games. Payne? The only like Remedy you... game that I've played is Control. Oh, maybe like Alan Wake or like. Oh, yeah. Do you like. There's a remaster. Yeah. Do you too. like do you like horror games? Are you. Yeah. Uh... Dead Space yeah. is one of my favorite video games of all time. And the Silent Hill games are all like. Great. Like <laughs> you like Stephen oh, King. Do you like Stephen King kind of. I mean, his books are great. The man himself is kind of like. <laughs> Well, sure. Yeah, that, that's fair. <laughs> but yeah, at least on the right Drugs side. Drugs are a hell of a thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, you played Signalis last year, right? No, I wanted to, Ooh, but I didn't. Okay, okay. Signalis or Alan Wake? The the the. Uh, I would say the cell for Alan Wake is two supposed to come out this year. Yeah. Oh, so it is might it? Be okay. Two supposed to come out. 
Alan Wake is it's it seems very different from the rest of your list too in that it's just like a cinematic sort of yeah. game yeah. so i don't know if i don't know if that's what you want though you know i want to say signalis because okay i feel like he but i've also but Susie has also been like trying to get me to play signalis she she's been like oh it's one of the best like survival horror games it's okay. very queer yeah. and like <laughs> it's yeah so i think signalis is a really important game and i think the thing I think the things that you can dig out of Signalis you can use as like back background knowledge when you talk about other games, mm. uh, especially with in the indie space and like as a a piece of like progressive art uh, because it is uh, a very earnest queer love story, uh, also a, uh, a a great spiritual successor to the Silent Hill, Resident Evil, uh, Resident Evils of the PS One era. So it's all of these different things. That Those are, are all Jordan things. Extremely yeah. relevant. I think, I think it's yeah. Signalis. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so, that's a very Jordan. I sold them on Signalis. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay. There it is. Signalis for Jordan. And that is our list. Our so, backlog. You want to burn through them quickly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for me, Persona 5 Royal, Near Replicant, Deadly Premonition 2, Disco Elysium, and To the Moon, right? That's, that's how you say that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Sure, I, I couldn't remember. Uh, when I hear To the Moon, I just think of the. Stupid fucking cryptocurrency. Yeah, bro. they really co-opted that <laughs> shit. Yeah. Hate to I'm see like, it. like, am I saying that right? Um, that. <laughs> for Jordan, we have uh, Chained Echoes, Recall, a Space for the Unbound, Hi-Fi Rush, and Signalis. Uh, ignore that typo. Um, for Jake, we have Dragon Quest VIII, Chrono Trigger, Grand Theft Auto, Vice City, Final Fantasy IX, and Dragon Age Origins. Jake, good luck. You definitely oh, have the Oh, man, that sounds, that sounds pretty bad. <laughs> we're the most one. <laughs> Holy shit. When we're saying it out loud, I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, and then for Michael, we have Lost Odyssey, DMC, Devil May Cry, Mother 3, Vanquish, and Binary Domain. <sighs> man, that sounds like a fun roster of games. All Can't right. Uh, cool. Uh, do you guys know which ones you may pick first? You can do it in any order. doesn't matter. I think I'll play Vanquish first. All right, go Just Vanquish get that first. out of the way cool, and uh, cool. have some fun blasting fools. I have no idea. <laughs> like, where the fuck did you start? Oh, you might have to do, like, pieces. Like, I think maybe... Oh, I don't know. It's too late. It's in podcasts. Yeah, it's, it's inscribed it's, now. Yeah. Oh, Chrono Trigger. I'll probably start with Chrono Trigger. Right, okay. Yeah. All right. What about you, Jordan? Have any ideas? You don't have to... You don't have to pick I'll one. probably do Hi-Fi Rush, because... Okay. Yeah, I want to play that one next. It looks so cool. Cool. You know what? I'm going to do mine in order of when they came out. Okay. That's oh, that's plan. cool. So All yeah, right. I guess it would be Chrono Trigger. It'll still be Chrono Trigger. Final Fantasy yes. GTA. Nice. Yeah, Final yeah, Fantasy GTA. Dragon Quest. Oh, Dragon Quest and then Dragon Quest. Right? Yeah, it would be and then and then Dragon Age. Cool. Uh, I think I'll do Deadly Premonition two first. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. Just, it just feels like the one I want to do. Yeah. Cool. And that is going to do it for this podcast, everyone. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we appreciate your patronage as always. Make sure to hit. Uh, like I don't know what you do on podcasts. Yeah, do you subscribe review, to them? You can, you can review it on Spotify. <laughs> you listen sure. on Spotify or iTunes. Okay, so you yeah. review that helps with the podcast. Five stars. Five, five stars. Sure. Five stars. Better ratings. Yeah. Uh, email uh, Tim Cook and tell him uh, you like our podcast. Yeah, yeah. Tell him we're cooking out here. Uh, as always, if you want to send us questions, you can email us at afterdarkpodcast at gamespot dot com, or uh, you can hit us up on the lovely Discord we have. It's always a good time. Oh, hey, speaking of Discord, too. Yeah. 
if you listen to this episode and you've got a backlog, yeah. share it with us. Let's see it. I mean, Ooh. don't don't go too crazy. Don't put your entire thing. But like, if you've got a long backlog that's been sitting around forever and you think you can pull five games out that you might be able to beat this year, share it with us. Yeah. Drop it in the Discord. Yeah, let's make this a little fun. Great little, idea, too. See if, you, see if you can come up with a worse set of games <laughs> or a, a more demanding set of games than me. Because, uh, uh, oh, God. It's okay. No games are coming out this year, so it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we'll see you all next time. Peace. Bye. Bye. Bye.